If you have more than 10 podcast episodes, that actually puts you in the top 1% of all podcasters, because I guess a lot of people start a podcast and they just don't continue with it. Welcome to the Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to uplevel your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie, as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am very excited to be here with you this week talking all about podcasting. I thought I would do an episode on podcasting because it's been about 30-ish episodes now, and I feel like I'm becoming somewhat qualified to speak on the topic. So I wanted to jump on and do an episode about podcasting, how you can start your own podcast, how you can grow your podcast, and why I think in today's day and age, it is such a great way to gain new clients, to gain that know, like, and trust factor. And yeah, I'm really excited to be bringing you guys this episode. So I wanted to give you guys some stats just up front in case you think podcasting isn't that big of a deal or in case you think that many people don't listen to it, I wanted to dive into some stats about podcasting so that you can understand just how popular it is and how many people are actually listening. So as of the 2023 stats, there are 465 million podcast listeners globally. That number is also predicted to hit 504 million by 2024. The podcast industry size is $23.65 billion. So there's a lot of dollars being made through podcasts. And I'm going to talk a little bit later in the episode how you can monetize your podcast to earn an income. There's also over 5 million podcasts globally with over 70 million episodes between all of them. I thought it was also interesting that over 45% of podcast listeners have a combined household income of over $250,000. So definitely people listening to podcasts are people who clearly have a good income and have money to spend. So it's a good place to be if you are wanting to attract clients that have that kind of an income. Weekly podcast enthusiasts actually consume an average of eight episodes per week, and they spend over seven hours a week listening to those episodes, which I thought was quite high because I personally don't watch eight TV shows a week. So to listen to eight podcasts a week, that's actually very high. And this is over 80% of users are listening to this amount of podcasts. So people are definitely spending a lot of time listening to podcasts. They are predominantly listening to them when they're driving in their car or they're walking. So it's a great time to obviously kill two birds with one stone, but this is where you're going to catch people at the time where they're listening to the podcast. And if you think that you need a really big audience or you need a lot of people listening to your podcast in order to be successful, you're going to find this one really interesting. So 
If you get around 25 to 30 downloads in a month, then you're already in the top 50% of podcasters, which is really not that many. If you could think about it, 25 to 30 people listening to your podcast or downloading episodes per month, that could even be if you were doing four episodes a month, that's only five or six people each episode listening that you would need in order to be in the top 50% of podcasts. And I did hear another stat at a business event that I went to, which I can't find on the internet, but I did hear if you have more than 10 podcast episodes, that actually puts you in the top 1% of all podcasters, because I guess a lot of people start a podcast and they just don't continue with it. So even just having only 10 episodes puts you in a top percentage of podcasters, which I thought was really cool. Another interesting stat is that over one third of the American population listens to podcasts. That's over a hundred million people from the US alone that are listening to podcasts, which I thought was very, very high and very, very cool to see. So I hope that that has kind of sold you on the power of podcasts and what they can actually do. I know for my business, it has been absolutely incredible having a podcast. It's a way that people can get to know me. They can understand what I'm all about. So if someone is interested in working with me as a business coach, they're able to get to know me and know, you know, how I do things before they actually commit to working with me. So it's been very helpful in my coaching business. And I would definitely highly recommend including podcasting into your marketing strategy. It's a lot of fun and it's a great great way to connect with your audience. So first off, you want to kind of think about what topic you want your podcast to center around. Now, obviously I have a business podcast and because you're listening to this, you are probably a business owner. So it's dependent on what you would like to talk about. And you really want to come up with a niche or a topic of something that you're very passionate about that you would like to talk about on a regular basis. You also have to think about whether you want to do a solo show, whether it's just you speaking and then you have guests come on, or if it's just you speaking, or if you have a co-host, there are so many different options, but this is definitely something to consider when you're first starting out. What is the niche? What is the topic you want to talk about? And do you want to do it on your own? Or do you want to bring someone along on the journey with you? Now, if you already have a business and you really want to utilize the podcast to grow your business, then I would definitely recommend choosing a subject or something that is in relation to your business. So let's say you're a personal trainer, you could start a podcast all about fitness and lifestyle and nutrition, giving away all of your best tips and tricks and strategies for your clients. And that is of course going to help you to grow your client base even further. If you are a virtual assistant, you might want to start a podcast all about how to use different online project systems such as Asana and Trello and ClickUp and things like that. Or you might want to share how you edit videos or how you have a content plan. That could be something that would attract more clients into your world and would also showcase your expertise in your area. Once you've decided on the kind of podcast you want to have and you've decided on a name and all of that kind of fun stuff, also ChatGPT is a great place to look for podcast names. You can go in and get it to give you some suggestions. And then, of course, you do have to go and check that it hasn't already been used by somebody else, which happened to me when I was looking for my podcast. I had found the names. A lot of the names I wanted to use had already been used by other people, but I was able to finally find one that wasn't in use. And I went with that. So choosing a name is the first part, choosing your niche. And then of course, choosing a name to go along with that niche. Next up, you want to start looking into the tech that is required. So I try to keep my setup very simple. I have a Rode microphone. 
It is a Rode NT microphone and it's been absolutely amazing. I think the sound quality is really good and it's so cool these days that you can get microphones like this one which is just a USB microphone. So it plugs directly into my computer and the audio goes straight onto my computer and you don't have to worry about having a big sound box or having multiple cables or anything crazy. You can just buy a simple microphone. I think it was about $250. It has great audio quality and you can plug it straight into your computer. So I would definitely recommend with going something really straightforward and easy like that. And that's enough to get you started. I then use GarageBand on my computer, which is on my Mac computer to record. But there are so many recording softwares out there that you could look into. You just need something that is going to record the audio for you so that you can edit it later. Now, I am lucky enough to have a podcast producer and she edits my podcast for me, which is amazing. But if you are doing it on your own, I will say it is very time consuming. So definitely allow some time to edit out all of the mistakes or all of the gaps or the ums and things that come with the podcast. And you can also look into software. There are a lot of softwares out there now which are using AI to edit audio and video and take out the gaps and take out the mistakes and things like that. So you could always look into some AI powered software to help you save a little bit of time when it comes to editing. You then want to look into what program you are going to host your podcast on. So this is something I did not realize about podcasting when I first started. I thought it would be so easy. Like I could just go onto Apple Podcasts and just upload my podcast, just like an audio clip. I didn't realize that there was a little bit more to it than that. I just thought it was like, posting a post on Instagram, but I use a program called Libsyn, which is a hosting program. So what a hosting program is, is somewhere that stores the information or stores the data for your podcast. So these are things like the audio clip, which has the sound, the image that you're going to use for your cover photo, the show notes, the title of the episode, um, things like what kind of category the episode falls into. And you can even have tags in there as well, such as things that would be relating to your podcast. So for me, that would be business, marketing, entrepreneurship, things like that. So that the podcast platform is able to send your podcast out to the right listeners. So if you're looking for a hosting platform, I really like using Libsyn. It also has a lot of stats in there as well. So I can review all of my stats and see how many downloads each episode is getting. I can see what countries people are listening to my podcast from, and it's really, really good insights in order to better your podcast. I've definitely been using it recently now that I'm up to I'm somewhere like 31, 32 episodes. I can really see which episodes are performing well and which ones have gotten the most listens in the first seven days. And I can start to look at what topics are working well and hone in more on that because I've got that data now to see what's working and what's not. So it's great to be able to review the data for your podcast. Now, if it all seems a little bit overwhelming and a little bit much, You could always do a podcast course, and I would definitely recommend this. This is what I did. I did a course by Jenna Kutcher, who teaches podcasting, and she's an amazing podcast. Her podcast is one of the top rated, if not the top rated podcast on the charts in business and marketing. And she has a podcast course, which is really great. It walks you through step by step how to actually do every single part of creating a podcast. So if you feel like it's too overwhelming and you don't want to try to work it out yourself, definitely doing some kind of a course is the way to go to help you just get the answers you need in far less time. 
So once you've decided, you know, you've got your podcast, you've got your equipment, you have decided what hosting platform you're going to use, you want to start prepping for your podcast. So the way that I prep my podcast is I actually use ChatGPT to give me ideas. When I first started podcasting, I had a bunch of my own ideas that I wanted to use, so I didn't need to use it. But after doing it for a little while, I started to get a bit stale with my ideas and I didn't know what else to talk about. So I went into ChatGPT. I asked, you know, give me 20 different topics relating to business for this specific type of listener. So someone who is established in business, who is making more than hundred K a year, and they're looking to scale their business. This is my ideal customer. So I put this in and it gives me a list of 20 different topics. Now, of course, some of them are not something I would ever talk about or not things that I would feel are really my area of expertise, but a lot of the topics that it's given me have been things that I am definitely keen to talk about, but I just haven't thought about it. So that is the first step in my process. And then once I've decided on the topic for the episode, I'll go back into chat GPT and ask it to write me an outline. And I kind of just word vomit out all of my ideas for the episode. So all the different topics that I want to touch on, and I'll put that all into chat GPT and it will write me an outline. So it'll basically take all of my crazy ideas and all the things I want to talk about, and it will structure it in a way that is going to flow and make sense. Um, because you don't want to just be, well, you could just be randomly talking and that's okay too. A lot of podcasts are very conversational. They don't really have a structure or a flow, but personally, I like my podcast to be kind of more like a presentation where there's an introduction, where there's main key points, there's a conclusion at the end. I just like to have that kind of structured flow to my podcast and using chat GPT really helps me to do that. So that is the first thing that I do. I get my outline in ChatGPT and then I start to think about any kind of personal stories I can throw in there or anything that comes to mind that is like a personal example or an example of one of my clients or someone that I know. And then I can put that in there as well. So I create this outline. It is not word for word. It is just bullet points of what I'm going to be speaking about, because obviously you want to make sure that your personality comes through and what you want to talk about is, you know, natural to you and who you are. So that is, of course, all intertwined with the outline that ChatGPT has done for me. So I get that all prepped. And then when it comes to recording, I do my recording in my office. I put the blinds down. I don't know if that makes any difference for sound, but it's just what I do. Um, I've heard of people recording in their wardrobe, which is a great place to record because all of the heavy clothes would definitely be like a a sound proof kind of room. This is obviously if you have a walk-in wardrobe, I wouldn't recommend doing it. If you just have a little cupboard wardrobe might get a little bit squishy in there, but I've heard of people going in wardrobes. If you don't have a quiet house and you have nowhere else to go, that's an option, but I just do it in my home office. I close the blind. Luckily where I live, it's really quiet. So I don't have to worry too much about external sounds. And I make sure that I have my microphone really close to my mouth so that it's picking up my sound. And if there's any external sounds or there's a helicopter or something going by, it's not going to be super loud because the mic is really close to my voice. In a fast paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. 
Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. So you want to get your outline ready, get yourself set up in a nice, quiet, comfortable space, and then just relax. I know that's sometimes easier said than done when you're first starting a podcast, but you just want to relax, take deep breaths and just act as if you're talking to a friend or act as if you're talking to a client that you know really well and you just want to share some information with them. I find that's one of the best ways to make your voice seem natural and not sound like it's scripted or really fake or inauthentic. Just act like you're talking to one person and it'll be so much easier. You also want to make sure when you're speaking that you're speaking slowly, clearly, you're pronouncing all of your words correctly. Obviously, if you make mistakes, it's okay to leave some of those mistakes in there. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you don't want to be constantly making mistakes or constantly having mess ups with your podcast because that'll just make it a little bit harder for people to listen to you and probably won't make it as enjoyable of an experience for the audience. So definitely try to work at speaking clearly, slowly, and just being really concise with what you say. So now that you've done your podcast, you need to edit it, of course. So like I said before, I have a podcast editor, but if you don't have an editor, this is obviously something that you can do yourself. You can use AI software to help you and you want to get your podcast all edited. And it's really important to take out any long pauses. If you say, um, too many times, you'd want to remove that and just make sure that it is nice and concise and easy for people to listen to. Then of course you want to upload it to your hosting platform. And there are some setup that you will have to do in order to put it out to Apple and Spotify podcasts, but you can find all those instructions in your hosting platform and it will tell you how to set up those different avenues. And then you can just load your podcast into the hosting platform. This is another thing that I thought too, was that you would have to go and upload the podcast into every single podcast platform, into Apple, into Spotify, into all of those places every single week. But that's the beauty of having a hosting platform is you can just upload it in there and it will actually stream it out to all those sites and all those services for you. Now that your podcast is done and uploaded, you want to start marketing your podcast. And actually a really great tip I got from the Jenna Kutcher podcast, which I did not do and I wish that I had of, was to actually upload three to four episodes before you announce your podcast. So you can go on, you can upload them all, have them ready to go. And then when you announce your podcast and you tell everyone that it's out, they can go and binge listen to multiple episodes at once. And I wish that I had done this because I released the first episode and I got a lot of messages and a lot of listens and people were like, when is the next one coming out? And they wanted to keep listening. And I think it would really help with your initial chart topping that you get when you first start a podcast. This is something I noticed when I first did my podcast, I went onto the charts and I was checking all the time to see where I was sitting at the charts. And I think that Apple and Spotify really rewards your podcast at the start. If you have a good listen rate and a good amount of listeners. So 
Definitely having a few episodes means that people are going to spend more time on your podcast, listening to it for a longer time in that first initial week that it's launched. And that's going to create more rhythm and success. And it's going to put you out to more people to potentially be listeners of your podcast. Of course, you want to promote your podcast everywhere that you can. So this would be on social media, through email marketing, through even just texting people and asking them to listen to it. Definitely getting out there as much as possible is going to help your podcast. I even texted a lot of my friends and family and my team and I said, hey, can you guys please listen to the episode and can you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It would mean so much to me. And that really helped me to get a lot of reviews, which I also think helped me to get on the charts as well. Another thing I did as well was I ran a competition when I first launched my podcast for a free strategy session with me. So I said, if people would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, they would screenshot and send it to me, DM it to me on Instagram. They'd go in the draw to win a free strategy session. So this is another thing you can do as well is do some kind of competition, give away something to get people leaving reviews and listening to your podcast. And that will also help to increase your reach on your podcast. The next step, once you've kind of established yourself as a podcaster is to start to collaborate with other people. Now, this of course, isn't required. If you just want to do a solo show, that is completely fine, but it's great to do guest interviews as a way to widen your audience. I have found that some of my guest interview episodes have been my best performing episodes. And that I think is because it's my audience listening. And then of course their audience as well. So you're going to get greater numbers of people tuning in when you have a guest episode. So I would definitely recommend reaching out to people that complement your business, either people in a similar industry or something that is going to complement your business and asking them to be a guest on your podcast. And of course, if they have a podcast as well, you can do a podcast swap where you're a guest on their podcast and they come on to yours and it's a great arrangement. So definitely recommend getting into guest speakers, being a guest and also hosting guests on your podcast. And now I want to talk about how you can actually monetize your podcast and make it an actual income stream, which is pretty exciting. So there's different options for things that you can do, such as Patreon, things like that, where people can come and join your membership to get more access to you or to get bonus episodes or to get the podcast when it first drops. That's one way that you can monetize your podcast. You can also get ads put into your podcast as well. So you can put your podcast forward to be host for ads. So, you know, a lot of podcasts you listen to will have ads at the start, in the middle, at the end. That is one way that you can also monetize your podcast, but that is generally something that needs to come at a later date. Once you've shown that you have a little bit of traction, that you have a good listener rate, this is probably not something that's going to happen immediately off the bat for you. So that is definitely something to work towards. And then you can also do affiliate marketing. And this is another great tip I learned from the Jenna Kutcher course. She said to do some form of affiliate marketing from the very first episode, because as your podcast grows in popularity, people are going to become addicted to the podcast. They're going to want to binge it and they're going to want to go back and listen to those first episodes. So you want to make sure that from the very first episode, you have some kind of ad in there that you can then start to monetize. So for me at the moment, I'm currently using Flowdesk. I set myself up as an affiliate with them because I actually use Flowdesk in my business, I got a discount code and then I promote that discount code and that link 
for my flow desk. And I've had quite a few people sign up already, which has earned me an income, which is amazing because it's an income that I have coming in without having to actually do anything for it. I'm also looking into other affiliate programs. I'm looking at Shopify at the moment. I just signed up for theirs because I do use Shopify in my e-commerce business and I absolutely love it. And I already promote it and tell people about it anyway. So I may as well get paid for it. So looking for anything that you can use as an affiliate program, there are honestly so many out there. If you think about your favorite brands or your favorite programs or things that you use, go to their website and see if they have an affiliate program. You will be shocked at how many websites and how many brands already have affiliate programs that you can sign up for and get your own unique discount code immediately and you can start promoting them. So definitely start that from the very first episode. Don't let the fear of what people will think will hold you back or don't let that fear of thinking, I'm only just starting an episode. I'm only just starting a podcast. I can't have an ad that's too advanced for me. Trust me, get on it straight away because you want to start to earn income from your podcast as soon as possible. And of course, one of the most key things with podcasting is consistency. I'm so proud to say that I've had an episode come out every single week for the past seven months now, which is super exciting. I've been very consistent with it. And the way that I've been able to be consistent is by batching. So I never record, well, not never, but very rarely record a podcast episode, just one episode. I will always batch record episodes. So I'll do at least two to three episodes in one session. And then that sets me up for the next two to three weeks to have episodes ready to go. Sometimes I'll do two or three on one day and then two or three on the next day. And then I've got six weeks worth of episodes ready to go, which I've done for when I've been traveling, for when I wanted to have holidays. And it doesn't feel overwhelming. This is the great part about it. When you batch record your episodes, it really takes the stress and overwhelm out of your podcasting. And it means that you've got all these episodes lined up, ready to go, and you don't feel exhausted every single week having to jump on and record a podcast episode. I would actually say it's been a lot easier than what I thought it would be to be consistent and to maintain that weekly episode. I know some podcasters work in seasons, so they'll do a season of like 10 or 12 episodes and then they'll take a break again. Um, This is another option as well. If you are someone that wants to take breaks regularly or you don't feel like you can really commit to continually bringing out an episode every week. But I can honestly tell you from my experience with batching, if you just batch and you get ahead on your podcast episodes, it's really not that hard to maintain it. And it actually works really, really well. So that's probably another one of my best tips. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if this has prompted you to start your own podcast, please send me a DM. Let me know. I would love to know if you are inspired, if you have gone out and actually started a podcast. It is definitely a lot more work than what I was anticipating, but it is 1000% worth it. It is so worth the effort and time and energy because the results are absolutely incredible. As I said, it's a great way to connect with your audience for people to get to know you better. And I highly recommend it. So get out there and start your own podcast. Send me a DM. Let me know. I would love to listen. And for this week, I'm going to talk about my favorite things. So this week, I want to talk about another podcast that I listened to while we're speaking about podcasting may as well. And it is the Manifestation Babe podcast. It's by Catherine Zenkina, and she is amazing. She is a manifestation coach and she's just really nice to listen to. And her podcast is also super successful. 
And she's just a really great speaker and a really great motivator. I feel so inspired and motivated when I listen to her episodes. She has so many good points on her episodes. I actually listened to one the other day where she said, try to reframe showing up on social media as everybody is waiting for your show to come out. Like it's a reality TV show. It's the hottest show of the moment. And everyone is just waiting for the next episode to come out as opposed to thinking of your social media as a drag. And it's something that you've got to post every single day. She's saying, it doesn't matter if you don't post every day. It doesn't matter if a few days or even a week or two goes by and you don't post, don't post every day just for the sake of posting, post really good, high quality content and even keep people waiting, keep them waiting for that next post that you have coming out and make it a good one. And supposed to just posting randomly or posting from a place of obligation or feeling like you have to. That was a really good tip I got from one of her most recent episodes, but I love listening to her. She's very inspiring. So go check out the Manifestation Babe podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll be back here next week. Same time, same place. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.